Welcome back to Enter the Metaverse. On today's podcast, we have special guest Tiffany Antoine, uh, the host of a YouTube channel called Meditating Mind, where she goes into detail of the fundamentals of spirituality. Tiffany is a practical spirituality coach, and she recently developed a course called Project Manager Manifestations. Tiffany has been practicing manifestation for over 20 years, and I like to say that's that's incredible that you've been doing it for 20 years. And also, thank you, Tiffany, for being on the podcast today. So welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. And just a quick correction. The name of the YouTube channel is Meditating Human. Oh, and Meditating so, Human. Sorry about that. Don't, don't worry about it. I even get, I get that. Shockingly enough, I get that or I get um, Manifesting Human. So it is all good. Not a big deal, but yeah, it's meditating human. And um, so, yes. And so I have been purposefully manifesting for about 20 years. Um, and same thing with the meditating, actually been doing that for, for, for about 20 years and only recently decided to become a practical spirituality coach or teacher or whatever the appropriate word is for that. Um because what I noticed in my journey, especially when I started, was that it was it was all these wonderful concepts. And a lot of these concepts were very abstract. But I mean, you could say it took me the 20 years to really make sense of all of it to the point where I can I could practically implement it into my everyday life. And I'm like, you know, I can't be the only person that's like reading this stuff and they're like, what are you talking about when you say these things? And so, which is why I decided to develop the course, but which is why I also do, um, I, I also have my YouTube channel just so hopefully, hopefully I'm simplifying it for everyone. Yeah, that's, so 20 years ago, that would be 20, 2003, correct? Yes, sir. So yeah, that a lot, back then, there wasn't many like, I don't even know if like internet was high speed back then. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But I was doing like, because I do binaural beats with my meditation. And just so, so I'm going to date myself right now. I was still putting it when I, when I ordered the binaural beats, it was, it came one CD. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So just, to, just to date myself, like that's how long I've been doing it. Well, that's incredible. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you came up with, many uh techniques i wouldn't say shortcuts but just the proper way of doing manifestation to to lessen the headache and to lessen the mistakes along the way is what your basically your your youtube channel is helping people do correct yeah, for sure absolutely definitely hit the nail on the head there and just so so that people aren't kind of fumbling around in the dark you know trying to figure it out and I mean, like all the airy fairy stuff sounds really good. I'm not going to lie. But when you listen to it and now you're like, okay, that sounds great. Now, how do I just, how do I do what you said to do and, you know, do it on a regular Tuesday? You know what I mean? Like I was, like, it was so funny. I was speaking to a friend of mine and we were talking about, you know, listening to other people 
like on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. And it's, and she mentions, and she's like, you know, you can tell people who haven't been through the process because like they say stuff and it's like, no, that doesn't make sense. And she said that I promise you like a day or two later, something came up on my feed and I'm like listening to this woman and she's like talking about placing your order with the universe. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I can, I can go with that. You're absolutely correct. She's like, you need to be specific. Yes, need to be specific. But then she was like, you know, once you place your order, you just sit back and you wait to receive it. I'm like, oh no. And I'm like, that's how, I was like, and, and, and that was me, just so you know, 20 years ago, that was me because that's what I got from everything that I listened to. Mm-hmm. You, you know, this is what I want and this is what I desire. And I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to wait for it to happen. And no one actually at least at the time that I came across, no one spoke about, okay, so there's action that you need to put behind that. There's inspired action that you need to put behind that. And when I say inspired action, it's not just kind of getting up and doing busy work. It's okay, what am I being guided to do? Because what I'm being guided to do is gonna be along the path of the manifestation that I wanna see happen. Correct, yes. And so um, like all the work in between, she like completely missed it. And I'm like, and this is how people, this is how people screw it up, unfortunately. And this is how people end up saying like, you know, this manifestation stuff doesn't work. Yeah. Cause people, when they don't put in the work, they get, they have doubt. And uh, even when they are putting in the work, sometimes I want to cover this, this part a lot is they, they create a resistance. And my problem is the, my manifestations, I create a lot of resistance because I want it. I want it so bad. Right. Because I've been, I've been denied it for so long. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to manifest instead of just manifesting, you know? So I I think I can really benefit from this conversation because I, I, I know what I'm doing wrong. I not like, not much, not in a specific sense. But I just don't know how to avoid wanting it so much, you know, like and like the the, the resistance is is there. So, um, yeah, and I like what my I'm just going to go into my technique real quick, because yeah. like what I do is. I go in the shower and I I I shift parallels, so I'm meditating in the shower, like just briefly, not like very long, and right. I'm shifting into the, the reality for the greatest good of all for my manifestation as well. Um, and you have to fully feel it and believe it. And then you, you, you start your day that way. And, and um, I don't know where my resistance is coming from other than the fact that I want it so bad. Maybe I, I mean, there's could be multiple reasons. Let's, I want to hear your, your thoughts on that. Well, I, you know, because I, I, I experienced the same thing and, you know, I noticed because I like I've asked myself in the past, like, how come I can manifest certain things really quickly and other things like I feel like take forever. And what came to me was that the reason why I'm able to manifest some things quickly is because I don't have any limiting beliefs around that. While the other things I do have limiting beliefs around that, which is why it's taking longer to manifest. So part of the process of manifesting is dealing with those limiting beliefs taking time, taking a step back, 
during your meditations. I don't know if you do longer meditations, like later on in the day or in the evening or something, but taking time out during your meditation, doing meditations and exploring the limiting beliefs around that particular manifestation. Because I mean, my guides were just like, you know, the fact of the matter is if you didn't have any limiting beliefs around that, you would have had the thing already. And like when they said that, it blew my mind because I'm like, but yeah, that makes so much sense. Because there are things that personally I've been in the process of manifesting and it's taken a while because I have limiting beliefs around that. And so just being able to take a step back and yet your resistance that you're experiencing around the thing that you're trying to manifest, what I would say is, as you go into your meditations, if you're if you're able to do longer meditations, then as you go into those meditations, go in with the intention of, okay, what are my limiting beliefs around this particular manifestation? Because that's what's going to slow the whole thing down. If you don't mm -hmm. explore those limiting beliefs, if you don't bring it to your consciousness, if you don't incorporate that fragmented part of you into the whole so that you can all kind of move forward on the same page. And for the record, it could be multiple limiting beliefs around that manifestation. So like, for example, could you give me an example of a limiting belief for a manifestation that somebody might have? I'll give you my own. Um, when I started, when I started doing this, uh, and so it is technically a business. And so when I started this business, I'm like, okay, you know, I've, I've had the nine to fives and I, and I was used to the, used to the, to the, to the, to the paychecks. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm doing this. Now I'm responsible for my own income. And I pretty much have to do this on my own and the success or failure is going to fall on me. And when I was meditating, the limiting belief that came up around that is I'm not able to make money on my own. I'm not able to make money without working for someone else. And so then if I'm if I have that belief that I'm unable to make money without working for someone else, then how am I going to make money working for myself? So when that limiting belief came up, I had to stop. I had to identify, okay, have I ever made money on my own? And I have, I mean, it hasn't been large sums, but I absolutely have, thereby proving to myself like, no, that limiting belief is wrong. I can absolutely make money on my own. So now how do I expand upon that? And the thing about a limiting belief is that 90% of the work is done just by allowing it to come up to your consciousness. And once it rises up to your consciousness, a lot of the times, depending on what it is, it can be very uncomfortable, especially if you are reliving traumas of the past. Um, it can be very uncomfortable. You have to stay in that emotion. You have to stay in that space so that you can understand what it is you need to learn from that and allow it to dissipate naturally. But that's one of the limiting beliefs that I had to deal with when I started doing this. Yeah, I can see how when you're working for somebody like working for your, your own self, you like, it's a different, you're in a different environment and awesome. you really have to, cause it takes a while it, to be an entrepreneur. It takes time. You have to build that reputation. You have to build an audience or whatever, whatever it may be, uh, a guest, uh, 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 a list of people. And, and um, that takes a lot of effort and, 
um, dedication and like you have to do the work. Like it manifestation is not just like it's not just what they people who are skeptics perceive it as. Right. And I mean, they're manifesting even though the skeptics are manifesting when they don't even know right. it. Exactly. And because they're, they're 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 so passionate about something else about their skepticism, maybe about something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, so when it comes to resistance, like uh, I I have traumas with uh, like breakups and depression. So like I always thought like, oh, I'm never going to have a significant like relationship or whatever like that. And I always thought like something was wrong with me and I have to be perfect or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I always value whenever there is somebody that comes into my life and I I get overly um what's the word I'm looking for? Not it's not protect. I get like when you're over analyzing things. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's causing resistance to my manifestations. And then I, I wouldn't say I get attached too much, but it may come off that way because I'm too, I'm over, I'm, I'm really responsive. Like I'm, I'm very fast at responding to things Okay. instead of allowing the divine timing of the universe and all that stuff. Right. So, um, I think that, uh, trauma in the past the the childhood trauma that I had I wouldn't say it was, would be childhood trauma I was more like a teenager um, okay. when I had this trauma because my childhood was pretty good at least from what from what I know I don't remember everything but from what I know it was amazing but when I had this trauma like relationship breakup trauma it really scarred me for life like because I never thought it would happen so quickly so um, okay. and it just affected every relationship since then so. So then maybe if you're experiencing um, resistance around that and that is the source of the resistance, then I mean, what that sounds like is that you haven't healed from it. And so, I mean, I personally would say that you need to take a step back and you need to, you need to really heal from that. I mean, that's the upside. And then the upside of that is that um, your, the relationships that you want to pursue would start to fall into place. So the people that's best for you will start to fall into place because now you don't have this trauma blocking you. The downside to it is that that trauma, you have to, you're going to relive again, you know, and it's going to be just as sharp as when you first experienced it. And that energy, that feeling may very well sit with you for a few days or, or a few weeks and having to be okay with that and then not repress it because I mean, cause it's painful mm -hmm. and not repress that, not repress that energy or else you're going to end up right back where you started. So, I mean, I would say that that's something that you would have to kind of dig up and you're going to have to like sit with and, and relive um, in order to understand why that happened understanding that whatever happened it wasn't your fault what were you supposed to learn from that and how does that make you better in in future relationships for future relationships yeah because when i had the breakup i didn't have closure okay. and 
when I did actually get the closure I was looking for, it wasn't the way I wanted it. And it was really more harmful getting the closure than just not getting the closure, if that right. makes sense. So like, <laughs> I shouldn't have reached out and done those things. Um, But I mean, we live and we learn and like it affects other people's lives when you do things like that as well. So um, during yeah, the close, just, did you get to say what you wanted to say? No, I didn't. I mean, like I was I whenever I'm in that I'm in a trance or like I call it a funk. I'm like I'm in a funk whenever I'm in that state of mind because like right. um, I get into these states where I'm like. So tunnel vision, like lovey dovey. And right. I I can't get out of it unless I snap out of it somehow. I I actually created these like these like like I made notes for if I do get into like a situation like that. So now I know how to snap out of it because I it just I basically change my focus. Right. Absolutely. Because if I if I get too lovey dovey, mm -hmm. then I'm just gonna get hurt again. Because I get my hopes up too high, right? And so it sounds so you're trying to pace yourself is what it sounds like. Yes, yes. I'm I, I, I don't mind pacing myself, right? Um, however, with myself, uh, my metabolism is really fast, so mm -hmm. I do. Th I have one speed, and it's go. I'm like, I got to get things done. It's like, if I have free time, I want to. I want to utilize this free time. But usually whenever I'm that fast and I'm reaching out to people or trying to do things on my own, I have to take time because right. because like realistically, well, realistically, but um I I, I can't go as fast as I want to go. <laughs> if that makes sense. It does, and I know the feeling. And my dear, we are definitely, you know the same when it comes to that because I have to pace myself too with a lot of things and having to remember that, you know, even though we see things going a certain way, I have to remind myself that, okay, I am not the only one involved in this. And this other person, no matter what type of relationship it is, this other person needs to be able to catch up and keep up with the pace that I'm going, which means that more often than not, I have to slow down, yes. which is, you know, which is fine because it allows me to really take everything in, fully understand everything, see things for what they are, as opposed to, you know, looking at things with rose colored glasses and, and not necessarily being given the opportunity, giving myself the opportunity to be, to be realistic about what's taking place and how I should move forward. And in terms of the closure, what has worked for me in the past and what I would suggest is that maybe you need to write, and, and I'm not saying give it to the person, not at all, but write that person a letter and say the things that you actually wanna say and allow it to go the way you want it to go so you can find that closure um, because that closure is not for them, which is why I'm like, I wouldn't, you know, don't send the letter. That mm -hmm. closure is for you so that it gives you time to examine everything and, and be in that emotion and bring everything up and write everything down and say the things that you needed to say. And then the other piece of that is too, is also if you haven't done so, it's forgiving yourself for 
how things went, but any mistakes that you felt as though you made, it's for, it's forgiving yourself. And that understanding that future relationships that you have, you're going to, you know, to give, it gives you the opportunity to look at those future relationships as brand new relationships. You're starting from square one. And the reason why I say that is because, and we all do it, is we look at how we reacted in the past and these experiences in the past. And so based on those past experiences, I am going to react to now these future experiences when we should just, when we should respond to those future experiences. And by that, I mean, when you respond to something, you're looking at a thing brand new and you're mm -hmm. responding to it like it's the first time you are experiencing it, no matter how many times you've experienced it in the past, as opposed to reacting where you you kind of go, you go, you go and uh, become like automated. You know, you just go, this is what happened, this is how I responded. So this time I'm going to respond with the same situation. You just kind of go unconscious and you just react to it and you just go in like automated mode and that's it. So you want to respond to a thing and not react to it. But the letter is going to allow you to forgive that person, forgive the situation, and to forgive yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you, I don't know if you're into soul contracts, at the end of the day, that person was there in your life to help teach you a lesson. So understanding what do I need to learn? Oh, what should I have learned? from that interaction and then take that and move forward. It's I, okay. What I've learned a lot from most of the relationships that I had, other than the fact that I did pick up some tendencies from, um, uh, one relationship, but one was really empathetic and I didn't know what empath empaths were at the time and oh. very, very sensitive person. Like, like any, like if like, you said something the wrong way she'd burst out crying um and i i became like that without the crying part i i i, I feel like i want to cry but it's right. really hard for me to cry so when i do have the opportunity to cry i let it out i just i let i fully express myself because it's very hard for me to cry and if i don't cry people think i'm mad because i look like i'm i look i look like i'm angry right but i'm just bottled up of of tears is what it is and one time I was driving home and I was crying like all the way home. And I was, it was, just, it was beautiful, but at the same time it was kind of embarrassing because people looking at me like, why are you crying? Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, um, I be aware of limiting beliefs. Yes. So what I've experienced through my research is when they say, um, your, your limiting beliefs could be like, are you, the things that are like causing resistance to your to your manifestation is when you chase instead of attracting your your the polarity of the mag the magnets of of like you should be a magnet and you shouldn't be chasing um because you only chase what you don't have and when you yeah. chase the thing is going to run away from you so you receive and, and I you know and that could be where a lot of people get it wrong because they feel like they need to sit back and receive unless you're supposed to receive the thing. You're not supposed to chase the thing, but there's also, you know, action involved in getting the thing, you know? So, I mean, a super simple example is, of you know, you want, a, you want a new job, you want a new career, you want a new job. That's great. And you set yourself up and you made a plan and 
you're focused and you're meditating on it and you want this as your manifestation, this is what you desire, perfect, and you get into it. And it's like, well, did you update your resume? Did you apply for the job? Did you, you know, update your credentials to make sure that you are ready for the opportunity? And it's like, well, no, I, I'm just going to sit back and receive it. I'm like, okay, but yes, you should receive it, but it also doesn't work that way. You need to actually, these are the things that you need to do to be able to set yourself up to receive it. Um, I think people forget that or don't realize that that process between the desire and the actual manifestation, that's you aligning yourself with the timeline that that thing is in. That is you preparing yourself for the to receive that manifestation, preparing yourself for the opportunity. I mean, I want, I want the manifestation as soon as I say that I want it. That's just me. But I also know that I need to align myself to that. I need to prepare myself to that. What does that preparation look like? What, did it, what do I need to do to align myself to ensure that when that manifestation happens, when it shows up, that I'm in a position to receive it? Correct. I want to give you an example because sure. I'm pretty good at manifesting interviews and mm -hmm. I'm good at doing interviews. Okay. However, employment, working for someone else other than myself is not is not going to work out usually most of the time. It volunteer work's different. I can do volunteer work because there's less um I wouldn't say responsibility, but there's less stress on the situation because they're not worried too much because they're not paying you for it. You're, right. you're, you're, you're devoting your time to put your best effort into what you're doing. So um, that's, I like doing volunteer work. Um, nice. Now, when it comes to my interviews and landing jobs, one time I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't focus on one opportunity properly because I had three interviews at the same during the same time and i i decided to go with one of them and it was more of a government type of job and i i uh i was kind of like torn between a couple of them because like one of them didn't want to hire me one of them two of them did oh, so nice. so i had to choose and one of them was gonna hire me on the spot and then the other one was like you have to go through processing and the government job like you have to do all the stuff so yeah. i did but then i went on vacation not because like i was already planning on going vacation before the fact that i was doing right. all this stuff and then i had to do some paperwork and i there was complications and the focus okay. was off and it, i didn't get the job so i lost all three jobs from right. from from not focusing on the one on one of them but I don't really think it was really my fault. It was more of a a technical thing, but but it, I just shows goes to show that you can manifest if you plan ahead of time. Because most of the times, if I apply for a job, I apply mm -hmm. maybe three or five, and I'll get at least two of them call me back. So like, okay. it's very easy for me to manifest work, but right. I just don't work well with not with other people. I work well, amazing with other people. But when I'm working for an employer other than myself, it's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are on the same page. I, you know what? I never understood that when people said it. Um, and, and then I finally, when I started kind of doing my own thing, 
I'm like, I get it. I get exactly what people are talking about. Like I, I mean, and I started getting it while I was working for other people. And I'm just like, like, I, I just like, I can't believe like, I, like, why the hell am I asking permission to like, you know, take time off? And why am I doing this? And why am I doing that? Like, why can't I just go do what I need to do and come like, and, and I was working from home. And so I'm just like, yeah, I was like, I just can't, I was like, my spirit is not there anymore. I was like, cause as it's, you know, that, that ship has, has long since gone because it's like, I cannot, I can't function with that anymore. Like, so I totally, totally agree with you. Like, yeah, I can get the interviews, but I can get the job. It's just that I don't tend to keep them because I don't want to, I want to be able to do things on my own time. Correct. Like you like the freedom is what you, I love it, freedom. it comes down to freedom. I love the freedom. And it's not like you know, it's the funny thing is like, you know, me doing my own thing. It's not like I'm not sitting at this desk for like eight hours a day, just kind of doing the stuff that I need to do. But I'm like, if I need to get up and run an errand, I can just do that. I don't have to, oh, I'm going to be right back. You know, do you mind if, you know, if I'm gone for an hour, I'm just like, there's no freaking way. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. It's like, it then it builds it builds nervousness anxiety am i going to be back in time are they going to get mad at me right. for being late it's like i can't deal with that stress and in this modern day and age more people are are leading to starting their own business having some type of startup or or That's um right. or hot side hustle sense. it just makes more sense it just gives you more freedom to just do what it is that you want to do and it's just enjoy just enjoy life more like it's just God, like, like it's so much more to life than just like, you know, being on that treadmill. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Groundhog's Day, but it was just like, you no, know, oh gosh, it is. Oh, what is this from the 90s? But it's so good with um with Bill Murray. And he it's just the, he just lived the same day over and over and over again. And I'm just like, yes, that was my life. The same day over and over and over again. Wake up, go to work, come back home too tired to do anything else. And then on the weekends, it was running errands, so I couldn't get to rest. It's, I'm like, some. it has to be something more to life than just, you know, working a job that I hate. And yeah, that's, called, that's called the rat race. It's called <laughs> the endless that's cycle so living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing, like, my, my finances aren't that well, but I have the freedom. Have so the I, have freedom. The op Absolutely. I have a lot of opportunity to, to use this time Yep. to invest in things that I want to do, which I actually am. I have a big plan coming up. I, I DG on the side and I'm going to be putting my DG right over there. And I'm, I'm going to be uh, DJing from home. It's like a online platform thing, but yeah. Nice. Well, good for you. Congratulations. That's yeah. Really thank you. Like that's just one of my side hustles that I do, but um, yeah, I, 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 I like music a lot. So. Oh, that's wonderful. I think I, I mean, I used to, I used to like a lot listening to music a lot. And I'm just like, I, now it's just all binaural beats and frequencies that I listen to. Like I've turned into that person now. Like my daughter, the only time like you really start hearing music is, is if my daughter's in my car and she has her, her phone plugged in and she's like listening to the music in my car. But other than that, I'm just, yeah, there was a time when everything I had music on and everything. But the only reason why I think I don't listen to as much music is because I'm like, I just I just need to complete the thought in my head. You know what I mean? Like, I just need to I need the silence to like just mm. to focus and listen to what I'm being told and listen to my guides and just 
So, and that's the, and I think that's the only reason why I don't listen to music as much. Like I just, I need, I need the silence so that I can focus on what I, what I'm being told. Yeah. I think like for me, I'm a, I'm a unique person when it comes to that, because like, I understand the silence and being out in nature and, and really connecting to source because you really need to, you really need to get into that grounding. Like you need to, you need to like clear your thoughts and have like really quiet to fo- either the focus on the, like the frequencies or the meditation or what it might, might be. And, you know, happy high BPM music is gonna is gonna either get you really like uh uh sporadic it's gonna get you like all over the place and it it kind of that's why i can't go to clubs i couldn't dg in a club at least not yet i don't think i could i don't think i can because of how sensitive i am to to being in an environment like that so okay are you sensitive to like everyone's energy are you sensitive to like the frequency of the music like what do you say it's not the music it's not really the music it's the energy of the people and 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 actually i wanted to get into this i I wrote this down before um it's it's finding people like your 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 circle that you trust and and when i'm in a in a circle that where i don't know everybody or like i like to have people well, I that I know well enough, and they understand me well enough. That's how I build the trust. Because if I don't know that, like, you just put into a group, like you go to a club, and like people are, they have their own intentions, right? And they're, sure. not, they're not always the best intentions. They're like, I'm gonna steal your girl, you know, like, <laughs> but like, uh, like it's just like, um, yeah, it's just. I like, I mean, I'm the same way. I don't like being around random people. I am very much introverted and I'm empathic on top of everything. And so it could be very brutal for me to be out in public for long periods of time. I mean, there was a point in time where I couldn't, I couldn't be in like a department store or mall or anything because like everyone's energy would just bombard me. And like, I would, I would go into like a full on panic attack. Um, but it's only, I mean, I I don't have them on at the moment because I forgot to put them on, but usually I have, but I have it around my neck. I usually have crystals on me and mm-hmm. sacred geometry to protect my energy from other people's energy. Um, and so that's the only way like, I can be out for long periods of time. And of course, with the meditation and everything and just keeping myself focused and keeping, keeping myself balanced and my equilibrium there. But I prefer, I, I prefer not to be out in large crowds. Um, this, this being around people that I don't know, I'm not a fan of that either. It's me, I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. And so like, I'm forcing myself to do it because I'm like, I need to be able to embody this new person that I am, I guess, developing or becoming. So I'm like, and part of that is just being around people that, I don't necessarily know. And I know that everyone has their own agenda. And I'm like, you know, that's totally fine. As long as our agendas align, then yeah, let's move forward. And if our agendas don't align, that's okay too. It's great meeting you. And I just move on from them and and that's it. It really sucks for me when I meet someone and their energy is just a mess. That's when it's just like, ugh, like I just, 
like, yeah, I really can't be around this person because their energy is just really bad. And like, I'm starting to like soak that up. And like, I, it just makes me really uncomfortable. And so at that point, I tend to either not talk to them or end the conversation or move away from them or whatever. But I, we are definitely on the same page because being in those circumstances, it can make me very, very anxious. Now, are you aware of the term energy vampire? Yes, I am, because they are a lot around. Yeah, an energy vampire could be could be more than just a person. Mm -hmm. It could be anything that's basically it could be even a word. It could be it, it's energy It's like it's like it's taking your power away from your from your day to day. And it, it could affect you. It could be generational energy vampires, in my opinion. I, I think that's a it's a generational trauma that we have to heal. And, sure. and I, I experience, I'm experiencing a lot of it right, right now. Actually, I have three people that I'm trying to avoid because they're really draining my energy. And, but at the same time, I do have to do some work with some of them, but <laughs> unfortunately, but, um, I, I limit my, my, uh, communication because I don't let, I don't let them take advantage of i said i'm trying to set boundaries yeah. but it's either like it's gonna blow up in my face if i set bound even if i'm i'm very calm when i set boundaries but they okay. take it really offensively if i set a boundary well like right because yeah. you're not allowing them to do to them you're not allowing them to do whatever they want to do to you mm -hmm. so i mean you know, me not knowing the circumstance, I would say that like, yeah, you, of course you're gonna, of course they're gonna take it personally. You're gonna piss them off because now they can't take advantage of you. Cause you're yes. saying like, okay, this is the line in the sand. You can't go any further than this. If you do, then what, this is what the consequences and people don't take kindly to that. And the funny thing is, is that people who usually don't take kindly to boundaries, it, at least in my experience have been people, and this is, I don't know if they realize it or not. I have no idea. But this, it's usually people that on some level want to be able to take advantage of whether they realize that or not. And it's because, you know, if you tell me like Tiffany, like, listen, this is what my boundary is with this. If I fine, that's not a problem. If I cross it, let me know. And, and we just we move on because I don't I don't have any intention of trying to take advantage of you. But if I did, then I'm going to be pissed off. Like, well, Sean, like, what do you mean? You know, I can't do this and I can't do that. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Then it's an argument. It's a problem. And so, yeah, it's it's if they, if there's if they don't have any intention of taking advantage of you, then boundaries shouldn't make a difference. Yeah. Then you wouldn't have to do the boundaries part. It would. I mean, but you would. I mean, it depends if they're annoying you or not or they're taking your energy type of thing. Right. So um yeah and some they have to see your perspective of how you're how it's how it's working out because some people some energy vampires weren't always energy vampires they they learned it they were taught this tendency from another right. person and they became it make right sense? no it does make sense and i'm you know, and I'm curious to speak to someone who is aware that they do that because, like, I just want to know, like, like, what do you get out of it? You know what I mean? Like, are, are you, do you, does it give you more energy? Like, what is, what do you get out of 
like sapping someone of all of their energy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's and that's the that's the part that I don't get because I don't think I've ever asked that question. I'm not like that, and I don't think I've ever asked that question. I just I, I would love to know what they get from 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 doing that. And the thing and the, but then the thing about that is they may not even know that they do that. You know, I, it's, I the people that I have, I've encountered recently, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say exactly how I'm related to one of them, right? But um. They get cheap thrills out of it. They get energy from it because they it, they they get a dopamine hit and they they're they're recycling that energy to to do it again, and right. and it's 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 toxic. It's very toxic, and I don't understand how it started, other than the fact that they must have felt really good the first time they did it, and they think it's funny, but it's right. not. And they just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, and see, okay, so that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. And like when you were speaking, like I was thinking, I've, I was thinking about all my experiences with that. And there have been times where, especially, I'm going to tell you, especially maybe in the, like the past five years or so, um, and especially working in corporate America, because I tend not to, I, I stopped mirroring people's bad behavior, negative energy. Because I would automatically do that. Like if someone got pissed off, I would get pissed off too and it'd be a whole big argument, whatever. And so it'd just be a race to the bottom, you know? And so when I started, when I stopped doing that and I didn't, I didn't stop doing it on purpose. Like it just naturally happened. I just like, I don't, I don't have any interest in whatever nonsense you're talking about. So like, I, I don't care. And so if you want to be pissed off about something, be pissed off. It's neither here nor there for me. Um, And so what I noticed is that people would get even more pissed off because I wouldn't mirror their energy back to them. Mm -hmm. And it didn't click to me until you were talking about the, the, the energetic vampires. I'm like, you know, that's probably what it is. They're probably getting like a dopamine hit off of that and dumping all of that stuff, fi- finding someone to dump all of that stuff onto and because energetically I'm rejecting it. I'm like, well, no, because I really, I don't care what you're going through or what you're talking about. Cause I have, I'm too wrapped up in my own life. So it's neither mm-hmm. here nor there for me. Like they, it would make sense that they're getting pissed off because I'm not, I'm not feeding that one because it's always, it's always been, it's usually about, it's usually people that like to complain. Like they're complaining about this. They're complaining about that. And woe is me and blah, blah, blah. And then they're playing victim. Mm -hmm. And I don't, that's not an energy that I tolerate. And so people would get pissed off, but I would match the energy. And, and lately people get pissed off with that. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's on you. I was just saying, you know, it's on you. And if you want to play victim, then I don't want, I'm not playing a victim and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and that's fine too. Like, whatever you think is fine. Like, I don't care because I got my own thing to deal with. And, like, people would get thoroughly, thoroughly annoyed with me because, and I, I experienced that a lot in corporate America. Yeah. I, I, I just want to say that a lot of energy vampires, they project their insecurities onto you because they're, 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 they think that that's the only way to get their point across 
is to 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 drag somebody else down to their level so they can say, help me, help me, help me, get me out of this place. But that's not helping anybody. It really isn't. It's, excuse me, it's making the situation worse. And it's just, it's either pushing people, pushing people away or you're getting people who don't realize what's going on. And all they're doing is pretty much feeding the demon and arguing with you and giving your, giving their energy up and allowing you to allowing those people to cross boundaries, and then now you're both in a hole that you need to dig yourself out of, and no one understands what the hell is going on, and so everybody's miserable. Yeah, and then they play the blame game, like the victim blame game, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, you're the reason why I'm." They contacted you to get help, and then they're like, "You're the reason why I'm in this way," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> exactly. Like. Like, what are you talking about? Where did that go wrong? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, I, to I, I told you I'm busy. I'm doing something. It's like, or uh, whatever. I don't know. It could be any situation. Like, Here you do something when I'm having a mental breakdown. Like, I need you to stop everything that you're doing so, you know, you can feed my victimhood. And yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. It's, it's, it's a buzz. Like, you sit, especially when you know what's happening. You sit back and you look at it, and the whole thing is just freaking bizarre. It's just like, yeah. how do you not see what you're doing? Yeah, it's like, I like to tell people sometimes, I probably shouldn't, but I'm like, do you know what you're saying? Like, do you just, just take a, take a moment and step back and Wait. look at what you're saying before, or like, after you say it, think about what you said, the way you just said it. And then, like, then they have to be consciously aware of their intentions and how it's coming off as. Absolutely. A lot, I mean, a lot of people are not self-aware. A lot of, and again, another very bizarre concept for me. A lot of people are not self-aware and it's just like, do you hear what you're saying? Do you not see what you're doing? Because if I'm doing something unconsciously and someone says like, you know, someone that I trust says, you know, Tiffany, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. To me, that's a red flag. Okay, I need to take a step back. Like, what am I doing that I'm not seeing? Like, why am I doing this? They said this is that, and I trust this person's opinion. You know, why am I doing this thing? It causes me to ask questions. But most people, like you say stuff to them and they're like, they get offended. They get offended and they just, they, they move further into their victimhood mentality and they just are like, I don't know, people are like the least self-aware people on this. It's just, it just absolutely baffles me because I'm like, how do you not see what's going on? But also I wanted to get blind spots. Now, some people are really aware of certain things, but everybody has a blind spot. It doesn't matter what you're, you could be the most self-aware person, but you, you all, everybody has a blind spot. It's kind of like it's kind of like a computer with a firewall. There's always a back door. There's always we always have to update our security because because we have to, um, you know we have uh, we have to work on our blind spots. How how do we do that? We we can get we can either you know self reflect or we can use our use our support groups or support systems to be like, what am I doing wrong? And then they then they'll break it down. They'll ask you questions. You answer these questions, but that also comes with being open enough to go to these support groups you don't actually have to go in person like now that we have the internet right. and we have access to so many different support groups i'm in a whole bunch of them 
and um for different different topics different things right um and i'm i'm really involved in many communities and i'm pretty respected in a lot of communities nice and um but it's all comes down to your self support in the end because you if, if you're learning to support yourself don't be an energy vampire as well because then because you don't even realize you're doing it because you're like now I'm getting support it's working it's working now I need more support more support more support and yes. instead of supporting yourself and working on yourself which I'm learning now like I'm learning I'm relearning to be more I guess independent but also like focused on like my own goals okay um but at the same time i do like to be involved in the communities to see what's going on i like to participate it's more of a participation more than a more than a like seeking validation thing it's more like i like to participate and i mean of course everybody i'm in my opinion we need a little validation we don't need a lot we don't need to be smothered in it but we do right. we do need a little bit but it does it should come from the self first. It should. And I, yeah, I 100%, I 100% agree with you there. And, you know, you are speaking to someone who definitely did not get any validation growing up. And so as an adult, I would seek that validation from others until I, until I, I mean, shoot, I had already started my spiritual journey, knowingly started my spiritual journey. And I was still, seeking validation from others because I'd even realize that that was an issue and I was operating from that script. And mm -hmm. until, and then when I realized that, it's then, like you said, coming to the conclusion, like, like you know, well, no, I, I'm valid because I'm here. I'm valid because I'm doing this. I'm already valid. I don't need to seek that, val you know, that validity externally, but I can, I can validate myself. And not have to, not have to depend on others to do that. Yes, it's and, be, working on your independence uh, through self love and through self validation. And I wanted to get into uh, we talked a little bit about it before, like intention and using your intuition to manifest. So, um, you want to kind of give it a technique on how intention and focus, like how that, how, how that helps. Sure. And so with the intention, and so it's, it's starting off with the desire, right? And I'm not going to say want, because when you, when you say that you want something, what you're doing is telling the universe that you only want what you don't have. Let's say it this way. You only want what you don't have. And when you put that energy out there, the universe always says yes, right? So the universe will continue to give to continue to allow you to want that thing. So I want this like, okay, no problem. I will continue to allow you to want that thing. So you always be placed in that position. And so I would say that you desire something that desire and all we're doing is changing the language. The desire is the thing to motivate you into getting that thing. But that desire as you start to make plans and start to move forward in getting that thing. So through inspired action, you are now turning that desire into intention. I think a lot of people and including myself at one point, we get stuck in the first step, which is the want, which is the desire. 
that's it. We we get stuff there and then there's no more. Once you once you recognize what you want, you turn it into intention by actually moving forward and taking that inspired action. And as you move forward in those steps, as you, and so this is where you start planning, you start putting pen to paper, depending on what it is you're, you're attempting to manifest, you start figuring out what you need to do. And as you move forward, then there will be these synchronistic moments where like, okay, it'll shift you, it'll guide you, it'll pull you in these different areas where it may not have necessarily been part of the plan, but it fits into the plan so perfectly and it's going to either get, get you what you want, it'll give you something better. And so allowing space for the universe to work and do what it's supposed to do. And so having that balance, going through the process, going through the limiting, showing, um, I shouldn't say showing up, but going through dealing with the limiting beliefs, all of that stuff is part of the process into getting that manifestation, into getting what it is that you originally desired. So the intention is just you actually going to get the thing. You're, you're actually moving forward to get the thing. And the intuition part of it is the universe guiding you down certain paths in order for you, again, in order for you to get the thing. Because you may not think, you look at the piece of paper, it's like, okay, that's not necessarily part of the plan, but your gut is telling you like, yeah, no, but this is where you need to go because this is what's going to get you to that thing way faster than if we follow your plan. So leaving room for the universe to work. And that's not something that that's not something that I used to do way back when. I would I would plan a thing out and that would be it. And if something went wrong, and by wrong, I mean, you know, the universe is trying to guide me in another direction, I would say no, I would stick to this plan. But when I really got my technique down, it was like, oh, okay, I get what you're doing. I have a plan, but then you're going to make the plan better by showing me these different paths that I need to go down in order to get to the thing faster. Yeah, I... I like to believe that I'm very patient when it comes to things, but at the same time, I want it faster than it than it's happening. So me too, um, Sean. Me too. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just that it. I wish I wish I didn't have to wait as long. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, allowing space for the for the manifestation to happen, um and allowing your desire to to manifest now when we practice meditation we allow more synchronicities to sync like you're you're basically imagine yourself have you ever played the sims or know what the sims is uh, yes so like when you pause the game think of it or when you send a sim to do a task and he's leveling up or whatever like think of it that way you're 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 basically you're the sim in this matrix universe and whenever you meditate you're you're allowing god to add more you're allowing space and time to sync all the good things that are going to happen and if you think you're stressed out before you do the meditation and when you get into that meditative state and you're like i want less stress i want less anxiety i want more synchronicities you set that intention and 
if you practice it, because you're not going to get it, you may not get it in the first day, but if you practice it, you keep practicing it and you start building up on the time you're doing it, or you just have a consistent time that you do it uh, for like 10 minutes or whatever, a day, twice a day, maybe. And right. like that, I would say that's a good place to start. Um, and you'll just notice like, wow, a lot of cool things are happening in my life that I didn't think were possible, but you're just allowing God or, or the universe or whatever you want to call it, source energy to, to do its magic. Absolutely. And you're quieting yourself down enough where you can, you can hear that small, still voice. You can hear that guidance. I mean, it's so much noise in the world and we are all, you know, for the most part, always distracted. And a, a lot of the times, you know, we don't make an effort just to be still and be quiet and, you know, put the tech down and just sit in the silence and enjoy it. But it's in that space that we get to, we get the instruction. This is how you move forward. It's in that space that we get the clarity. It's in that space that we get the understanding. It's in that space we, you know, we have a better understanding of, of who we are and what we're and what we're meant to do and why we're here and how um, and how things are going to align for us. It's in that space that we get all of that information. And so it's important for all of us to be able to, and even if you are not into just, you know, laying down or sitting down and meditating, it's, to, it's just as effective as just, is what's just as effective as just taking everything off and just kind of sitting in the silence and then just allowing your mind to go. Or even if you are, listen, doing, not doing errands, but, you know, doing, doing chores around the house, things of that sort in the silence and just still, you're still in that silence. You're still in that space. You're still allowing room for source, for you to communicate with source, for you to communicate with the universe, you're still allowing room for that. So I think with all the noise that is today, and it's so easy to get caught up, that we need to, we, we need to enjoy the silence and we need to make an effort to be in that silence on a daily basis. I, I believe that our environment, and this includes everything, everything from every picture you see on the wall, like you have to literally like your lighting, your your you have to start small. So start wherever you're wherever the room you're more in, or maybe even your bedroom. Like I uh, I I like to start in my living room, like this this space area here. And I I used to have distracting posters, and now I fill it up with I have a nature scenery in front of me here. Nice. So I feel like it's subconsciously making me more calmer because it's like, oh, oh you're in nature, but you're really not. But um, I think that the distraction, because I used to have a lot of posters that were not on my path that I should be on, <laughs> and it wasn't helping my my situation. Now, I I changed my environment, which changed your your thinking patterns, okay. and also people, a lot of people have restlessness and they have they have pacing and they and they're they're so plugged into to to their racing mind that they need they have it find hard hard time to start meditating even myself sometimes i do i pace um there are there are techniques there's 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 also 
natural supplements you can take. I'm not going to mention any, but you can you can look into it. Just just ask any any health food store if you want, or you can look into the techniques of how to begin meditating. Because to to start meditating, I think the one of the good things to do that I recently started doing again is go to the gym. Because after a workout, even pe- and then even people will find it hard to go to the gym. Like I want to meditate. I don't want to go to the gym. So yeah, it's right. like then it's really hard because I actually had to start meditating first before I can go to the gym. Cause okay. if I went to the gym, I'd be anxious at the gym. So uh, I, I, I started out with the supplements that I did the, and then I did the meditating and then I did the gym. So I have to have my mind clear. Even when I'm listening to music, I can listen to music and have my mind clear. Still. I, I, I have that, that tech, uh, I guess that ability. Um, now I forgot where I was going with this. But your environment, like cleaning up the clutter is clearing up your your, your subconscious mind. Your mind is going to clear up the, your mind clutter as well. It's going to help you think better. It's going to help you organize better um, productively in like writing. In writing gratitude gratitude practice. I, I forgot to get into this part. It, it's been a huge part of my life. I actually have, I have a gratitude book here. Only came in pink, nice. but I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's got like a whole bunch of outlines and stuff, but it's, it's a good, it helps you bring more of what you want to attract or not want, sorry. We have to replace our vocabulary with what we, what we really, what we really want to, what we're, our, we're, what we need in our life, not really want. I don't know if the need is another good, is what's the word, good word to use? Um, it's what, what we desire. Desire. Okay. So desire. Yes. So like when you lack something, we have to be grateful for it if you're if you desire it, because, for example, abundance, if you're looking for financial abundance, and it's very important that you be specific, like we talked about earlier. If we're looking for a relationship, if you want a friend, a best friend, or if you want a best friend romantic relationship, or if you want or if you want um, a car or whatever, you have to specifically be specific with what you're what you're desiring and and uh holding on to the feeling is important i think we haven't yeah. touched your base on feelings but if you want to go into further details yeah i mean the, you know and it's more than acting as if it's being as if you need to embody that person that 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 new version of you you know Sean with the new car, Sean with the new opportunity, Sean with the new whatever. What would that Sean, what would be the attributes of that Sean? You know, uh, what is he doing? How is he speaking? What is he, you know, what does he look like? How is he walking? How is he interacting with people? And so you're actually embodying and you're being that person that you are transforming yourself into as opposed to acting as if where you are pretending to be someone that you are not. And so when you're acting as if you're telling the universe, like, you know, I am not that person, which is why I have to pretend to be that person. As opposed to if you're being as if, you're telling the universe like, well, no, I am actually that person because I embody 
these attributes of this person. And so I am that person already because I'm doing all these things already. And so there will come a point in time where the external will affirm the person that you are embodying. And so holding on to that and, and, and being from that space and being from that feeling and holding on to that feeling. I'm a huge fan of, of the gratitudes and affirmations and writing that stuff. I listen to affirmations when I'm sleeping. Like I am a huge fan of all of that. Um, even having totems. And so you want a new car, whatever car you want, go buy the keychain. Go buy the keychain, attach it to your current keychain. So every time you go to your current car, even though that may, may not be the car that you want, you're looking at, you're actually looking at the car that you want. Or you may not even have a car and that's fine too. Attach it to your keychain because it's always there as a constant reminder. Have things around so every time you see it, it's a reminder because it helps you to embody that person. It helps you to embody that feeling because technically it's like, well, I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have those reminders. I wouldn't have that thing if I didn't have the actual thing that I wanted. So it's just allowing you to already live from that space because you have all these totems or you have all these reminders around you. Like, yeah, no, I totally already have that. So I don't need to pretend anything because I have it here. And then the proof is, you know, I have the keychain right here, for instance. So it's, I am a huge, huge fan of that because it gives you something tangible to really hold on to and to feel and to look at as that constant reminder to help you live from that space. I totally understand what you're saying when it comes to having tangible objects uh, or even like it could be even a, a drawing or a painting of, of what you want, like a kind of like a vision board in a way of what you want to manifest and vision boards in itself are an excellent way of manifest manifesting. It is. Um, but also you, like I, like we always said, we have to do the work and you have to be in alignment. You have to plan. Uh, you can, you can have a vision board all you want and you're just like, okay, when is it going to happen tomorrow? <laughs> Am I going to win the lottery in the next day? Uh, lottery and lottery manifestations is a little complicated for me, but um, some people, I I like to say, if I don't, I, I want to get into HD too much, human design, but I think a lot of depending on your human design, I think it's a lot easier for certain people, in my opinion. Um, but what are your thoughts on full moon manifestations? Um, do you huge practice fan. it yourself? <laughs> yes, huge fan. And so the moon is full for three days, three nights, rather, out the out the month. And so I am aware of when the full moon is happening. And um, it's it, the full moon and portals that, that open up throughout the month. And so what is this, March... Um, and so you had the you had the three three portal opening that opened, and then on the twenty third of March you have the twenty three twenty three portal opening. So you have different portals opening, different portals represent different things. Um, and then I have the full moon. Then I do the full moon manifestation. So with the full moon, I am overly focused on what it is that I'm working on. I'm like, okay, it's the full moon tonight. I need to meditate. I need to go. I usually, if I have the opportunity, I go out into the moonlight and I would lay down and I would meditate and, and be highly focused on a particular thing to be able to push that energy out there. 
Um, so I am a, I am definitely a huge fan of, of all of those things. Now I love manifesting with the moon. I just forget when the moon is going to be full. And I, 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 I feel like I don't hop on the opportunity because I feel like I missed it sometimes, but I don't realize that there's three nights basically mm -hmm. where the moon is full and it's the night before, right? And the night of, and the night after. Yeah. That's it. Got it exactly so, right. So I'm not sure if it it varies on the moon, but like if it's the full moon, like 100% on the night of or the night before, but it, I guess it depends. Um, I mean, as far as I know, it is, it is, is, I try to catch it on the first night, but I don't always catch it on the first night, you know? And so I'm like, there are three nights where, it's, where you're going to be full. And so I at least catch it on one of those nights. Um, if I can catch it on all three nights, that's fantastic. But like, I don't beat myself up about it. I'm just like, excuse me, like at least as like, at, at least if I catch it on one night, like I'm good, I'm fine. Like I, I feel good about it. So, I mean, I would say if you catch it on whatever night you catch it on, if you catch it on one night, then, then you should be fine. Okay. So yeah. clearing crystals is the best, one of the best ways to clear crystals, but it's, it's different because there's yin and yang energy or yin and yeah, yin and yang energy yeah. and I, I i think it's the female energy of the moon correct correct the moon is female energy correct okay i'm and not so sure I, if it's yin or yang but and so i normally clear my crystals in the moon i have a lot of crystals um and so when i did it when i had a smaller collection i would schlep all of it out to the veranda and I would let it bathe for all three nights in the moonlight. I would let it clear. And so in the sun, it, so the sunlight charges the crystals, the moonlight clears the crystals. And so I would schlep it out every month and I would do that. But like, I was like, I have way too many crystals to do that on a monthly basis. Um, so a lot of the times what I am doing, my crystals are usually being charged on, especially when I have, cause I have some, um, some organite and those crystals are charged on a, um, a selenite plate, charging plate. And then I have crystals in back of me, but when the sun is coming in, the sun hits those crystals. So it's automatically charging all of those crystals. And then my necklace, I usually take it off during the daytime and I lay it in the sun. So that's charging on a daily basis and I just sleep with it. Um, and so that's usually how I, I, and then in terms of clearing it, what I tend to do is I tend to, you can just light a Palo Santo stick or some sage. And I do that on a daily basis because the crystals absorb negative energy. And so I tend to clear my crystals on a daily basis with, with uh, burning some Palo Santo. Yeah, I actually have Palo Santo incense. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. It's, I, I, it's not that common, actually. I mean, my, I'm at least I'm, it's just more common now. But like sometimes you get it in a spray too, like sage and Palo Santo. Yes. Um, I like to burn it more, but like um, I have a little restrictions here sometimes that people get upset. But uh, yeah, I uh, I do love to burn Palo Santo. It's my favorite smell of a of a wood. Me too. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's a very clean smell, and it smells very like sacred and 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 heavenly and like. I don't know what I I can't even describe it. It just it has its own smell to it. Yeah, it's just this own beautiful smell, and it's like I 
not, I mean, not only do I clear my crystals with it, like I usually, I, I clear my, my own energy, I clean my own energy with that. And then I clean the energy of my apartment with that. Mm. And that's, and that's just done on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, yeah. Now, is there any topic that we haven't covered so far that you want to dive into? Maybe, maybe your course. The okay, so then the course is the course that I have is um, project manager manifestations, and so that just that stemmed from me doing. It stemmed from me having all of these manifestations that I was working on purposely manifesting, and it was so random because one day I'm like, "Why am I holding all this information in my head?" Why am I not writing it down? Because I was a project manager. I'm like, why am I not writing all this stuff down and building it out and strategizing, like doing doing what I'm actually paid to do? Like, why wouldn't I apply it to this? Because it makes so much sense because it's a project like anything else. And once I started doing that, like my manifestations, like I started seeing really good movement on my manifestations. And what I really liked about it is that when limiting when limiting beliefs came up, I knew which part of the manifestation that it was coming up around. So I knew like, okay, like it's it's here. And so I have a limiting belief around this particular part of the manifestation as opposed to I have a limiting belief around the manifestation itself, which is much more broad because I was able to narrow that down. I was able to identify it much faster, but being able to plan everything out, of course, leaving room for the universe. And then also it allowed me because I, I want, I want my stuff now. I want it now. I want everything now. <laughs> yeah, <I know> we <laughs> it allowed me to get, have a, a rough estimate of when I should see the manifestation. If I, if, you know, if I followed my plan, if everything, you know, pretty much went, went to plan, I'm like, okay. So I know in like three to six months, I should see this manifestation because these are all the steps that I need to take to get from point A to point B. And be, and so, it, and I, I mean, I, of course I still do it to this day. It makes me less anxious because I know everything that I need to do and I give myself a buffer. So even if it said like, okay, I'm going to be done in three months, I'm like, well, no, I'm going to be done in three to six months because I know enough to know that limiting beliefs are going to come up the universe likes to pivot sometimes things come up things happen so i give myself a buffer there but it allows you and it utilizes meditating it utilizes vision boards gratitudes and it gives techniques and all these things so that you can focus all that energy towards the manifestation because it's more than just okay i'm going to write everything down plan it out in doing those things and it doesn't take a lot of time out of your day and doing those things, you're putting your energy behind it and you're putting your focus behind it, understanding that to some degree, whatever that manifest that manifestation is, you've got to get obsessed with it. Like, this is it. This is my focus for like the next whatever. And as you are, you know, sitting down and writing stuff out and writing and, and strategizing and figuring out what are the milestones, what, what steps do I need to take? In a way, you're meditating over it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because you're living in that energy. You have to, you have to sit down and you have to see it in your head and you have to see every step of it. And as you start to do that, 
you start to live from that space because now you're starting to visualize and you're starting to see what this thing feels like. These are the steps that I need to take. This is what I need to do. This is where I need to go. You know, if it's a new car, for instance, go to the, go to the, go to the dealership, go sit in the car, go test drive it. Tiffany, I don't have the money right now. Who cares? They don't know that. Go be in it if you can be in it. You know, go touch and feel the thing in that environment, whatever it is, so that you can start to live from that space. And as you start, and you, and on top of everything, you put the, you put all of that, you put your strategy in front of you. It should always be open. You should always be able to see it because no matter where you pass in your apartment, in your house, wherever you are the most, you want to be able to see that at all times. And it's not that you're actively looking at it all the time, but just the fact that it's in your space, it's in your purview, your subconscious is taking on that energy and you're starting to automatically live from that. And so the course helps you to organize all of that, strategize, employ, you know, meditation, visualization, gratitudes, affirmations, employ all of that to get you the thing that you're wanting. And it's it's a technique, it's something that I've been doing for, gosh, I want to tell you about maybe 15 years or so. And it's been, for me personally, it's been successful. And the whole point of the course is that once you once you do that, it's something that you can continue doing for the rest of your life. It's not that you take the course and it's a one-shot deal. It's something mm -hmm. that you can ideally do for the rest of your life so that you can purposefully manifest on a consistent basis. I have a question. Is is it to begin with, is it a live course or is it on your own pace type of course? At your own pace. And so in in each module, it's five modules. And so in each module, there is the actual course, which is about anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes. And then I have a like a one-on-one -on -one video. And then there are, I am a huge fan of binaural beats and, and subliminals and guided meditation. So I put in a 15 minute free guided meditation, 15 minute free um, subliminal with, with binaural beats. Um, and then there are, I want to tell you like three books and then infographics. I wanted to, I wanted to, in each section, I wanted to come at people from all angles so that it, it's easily digestible. They can easily understand it because, you know, people may understand things this way and other, and other people understand things another way. So I wanted to ensure that everyone could understand the message that I'm trying to get across from every perspective. And so it's each, each asset that they go into it's just reinforcing what they already saw in the course. All right. That's, that's, I'm excited. I, I would like to try it out. I don't know when I'm going to try it out, but I would like to try it out eventually. Sure. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm interested. I'm interested. I have to catch up on all the things I said. I promised before, before uh, uh, everybody else as well. So I'm just, I'm not caught up on that. Um, Now, do you want to, uh, plug your socials, let everybody know where they can find you. Right. Um, 
I am on YouTube and Instagram and uh, TikTok and BitChute and geez, I feel like I'm everywhere. And I am, and it's under the same name, Meditating Human. Um, and so you can find me on all of those, uh, all of those platforms, um, either giving, either talking, usually talking about spirituality and everything spiritual and just hopefully coming at it from a very easy, practical understanding. Yeah, it's it's good to have the fundamentals of spirituality and make it simple. Because when you complicate things, I get I get into like deep conversations about a lot of things. Right. But it, it it's fun when you're exploring these these avenues. Right. But when it comes back to the basics, that's where the mo- that's where your power really lies is is like making it simple. Because we I, complicate I, it, yeah. I think that's where you lose a lot of people. I mean, because mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's different when you're having a conversation with someone who already knows this stuff. You know what I mean? You could get all complicated and and airy fairy and just and use all these wonderful terms, but you know, if I use that with you, I know that you know what I'm talking about. You know, a lot of the times, people who are just like, like, yeah, I don't have time. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't necessarily want to dedicate my whole life to this. I want to be able to get this thing and manifest this thing and because I have other things to do. They just want to just just give me the basics, give me the ABCs of it, give it, give it to me in a way that I can quickly understand it, I can incorporate it, and I can move on with my life. I think a lot of people are lost in 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 just the vernacular of this whole spiritual stuff. And I think people overcomplicate it because it's it's not that complicated. True. I like the way you put that. And uh, I'm just going to plug my 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 uh, website and yeah, sure. my uh, Instagram. It's uh, My website is the-meta-verse.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore meta underscore verse. Um, where you can you just message me on Instagram if you want to uh, be on the podcast, if you listen to this podcast. Um, and yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, stick around for a few minutes after I end this. Okay. And, uh, but it's yeah, it's, fun. I like this conversation. It's, it's, it's very casual. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I learned, I learned a lot from this one. And uh, even though it's more, it's more like re- reminders. It's like, it's like, Oh, you should, you know what you're doing. You just you just forgot. But you just forgot. Like just I'm just here to remind you. Like the whole point. You know what it is, Sean. I want people to be their own gurus. You know, you need to be your own guru. And I and I am just here to remind you. Like you already know this stuff. Like you, these are just the fundamentals. You know this stuff already. Like you know what to do. And so and that's it. All right. Thank you so much. And everybody, take care. Have a good day. Have a good day.